Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode. I am really excited for today's topic. It is something that has radically shifted in my life, and it's kind of the counter episode to one that was on about three or four weeks ago. It was by far the best received episode I've done. I got a lot of good feedback on it, and it was about using the word no and no being a complete sentence. And today I'm going to talk about what we would say instead of no, and that is the word yes, but I'm going to talk about how we might use our yes appropriately and how sometimes we use our yes inappropriately and why we have to be very discerning with where and when we say yes. So no is this powerful word. It takes something off our plate. It draws boundaries in a very particular way. The word yes is a commitment. When we say no, we take one option out of contention. When we say yes, we eliminate all of the other options except for the thing to which we've committed. Yes is such a powerful word and when I say yes and I follow through on my word, what I've done is I've established a hierarchy of importance and I've decided to prioritize something and eliminate all of the other competition that could be the priority. So for example, and this is such a simplistic example, over my weekends I will meal prep and when I meal prep I have a lot of options of what I can do for background noise. So cooking for me, it's very cathartic. It's not something I have to put a lot of time and effort into. I've spent now about four years perfecting the art of many dishes going on at the same time and it's this really beautifully orchestrated event and it's just seamless. It runs itself and so I can put something on in the background. I have the option of putting on music. I have the option of listening to a podcast. I have the option of listening to one of my audiobooks. I have the option of putting on a show. So I'm watching the show Defending Jacob right now. I'm listening to a lot of Rhea Garvey. I'm certain I said that name wrong, but either way, kind of a new-to-me artist and spending a lot of time listening to him, them, I'm actually not sure, but that's one of my options. Or I can listen to my audiobook right now. I'm reading Extreme Ownership, so I have a lot of options, but once I turn on the audiobook, the show and the music is no longer a choice. If I select the music, the audiobook and the show are not a choice. If I select the show, the audiobook and the music are not a choice. Whichever when I say yes to, I've excluded the other ones as viable options, so I've prioritized something. So maybe I want to be a little bit more carefree, I want to dance around while I cook, so I choose music. Or I want to be inspired and redirected and educated, so I choose the audiobook. Or I just want some kind of mindless background sound, and I turn on the show. They're all options, but once I choose one, the others have gone away. And I ran this through with a client the other day, and I'm going to give a little bit of his context, but basically, he's a yes person. meaning when work calls him, he immediately says yes. And so I said, okay, I want to break this down with you. I'm just going to assign numbers here. The numbers don't track, obviously, as order of importance or as actual quantities. But I said, let's say we give 25% of your effort to work. We give 25% of your effort
effort to your kids. We give 25% of your effort to your new relationship that you're in. And we give 25% of your effort to the schooling that you're undertaking. So we have these four areas that you've decided are all important and you put 25% in each of those areas. Because you're human and because you have the same 24 hours as everyone else, what happens when you say yes to work calling you in, you've automatically said no to either doing your schoolwork or to spending time with your kids or to spending time in your new relationship. That's literally what going to work does. And so if you expect to say yes at work whenever they call you, you best understand that the new relationship gets a no. You best understand that the kids are getting a no. And you best understand that that's also a no directed at your schoolwork, which is about your future self. So yes, we we appease those in the present who want your service, want your acts, want you to show up. But you're literally saying no to the other three things that you've said are also very important. So I want you to think very critically about when you say yes to people, please, what is it going to cost you? I think it's imperative that we understand when we say yes to something, we're excluding all of the other options. Time is the most limited commodity that we have. So when we start to distribute it in ill-intentioned ways or in non-intentional ways, it's going to slip out of our grasp very quickly, never to be regained. So we have to take our yeses very, very seriously. I want to use the analogy of money because money is kind of the <laughs> the currency that we're almost familiar with. I apologize, it's late right now when I'm recording. But money is one of those things that it's very tangible, it's very bracketed, we understand the parameters of it. So let's use money as the analogy. I have a certain amount of money in my bank account right now that's earmarked for a down payment on a house. We've talked about the housing market, whether or not I'll ever get one. Really, who knows at this point? But the money is set aside there. Well, the last week I've had nothing but vehicle maladies and it's been one thing after another. And so my friend said to me, he said, why don't you just go get a new vehicle? And I was like, because if I get a new vehicle, I can't get a house. And he's like, I don't think that's how it works, but okay, then just have a junk car. That's fine too. But it's an opportunity cost. If I go into my savings and take money for a vehicle, I've organically gone into my savings and removed money for my down payment. That's just how it works. Vote with your dollar. You're voting for what's important. Now we're going to talk in a minute here about what we've done here in Western culture to kind of muddy the parameters of our yeses. And we're going to come back to finances in just a minute. But we vote with our dollars. What is important to us is where we spend our time and where we spend our money. So one of the things that I spend copious amounts of time and money in is self-development and therapy. I understand that therapy for many people is cost prohibitive. And it's a whole nother episode where we can talk about different ways to access resources. But we know for a fact that people who pay actual money out of pocket on therapy categorically have far better outcomes in their emotional wellness because they've decided to prioritize through time and money healing and emotional wellness. So where we spend our time and where we spend our money, it's a reflection of our priorities. It's a reflection of what matters to us. And so when you say yes to something, use discernment to make sure you're saying yes to the right things. When I say yes, I've weighed through all of my other options. About a year ago is when I started restructuring my life to say, I will only say yes to the things that are actually yeses. I will no longer be a yes person. I will no longer fill the gaps of everyone else's stories when they make requests of me. And the reshuffling of the deck has been incredibly painful. There's been many, many things I've had to give up. There's been many, many things I've had to miss out on. There's been many things that have been restructured 
structured and it's been painful, but I now know how to say yes to the things that are most important to me. So when I was on my vacation a few weeks ago, I would have people say, well, Steph, I can't believe you're going on a cruise alone. What if something happens? Or I can't believe you're flying. What if something happens? Or what about COVID or all of these things? What I knew is that if something happened to me at some point on that trip, it was still the best yes for me based on what I wanted to be true about my life. Because I said yes to that, I said no to everything else that could have happened that week. I said no to work that week. I said no to recreation here in Grand Rapids that week. I said no to family festivities that week. I said no to a lot of things because I said yes to the thing I wanted to. And there's a cost to say yes to the thing we want because it excludes everything else. However, I think culturally, we have forgotten the importance of the word yes. And we say kind of yes to all of the things. So when my friend says to me, Steph, you can go get a car and worry about your house payment. In my head, that's not actually quite true because financial discipline says I need to pick a priority here. If I prioritize the car, I'm deprioritizing the house. Now we live in a world where I can go and rack up a bunch of credit debt and I can go and kind of indulgently go get whatever I want basically. But I'm also living a life where I'm trying to be intentionally disciplined in all areas, including finances. So if I do say yes to going and getting a credit card or going and financing a vehicle, I'm saying no to following through on my financial wellness goals. So I have to be very discerning with where I say yes. But I feel like culturally what we've done is we we live in a, a both and, we live in an instant gratification, we live in a eat, drink, and be merry culture. So instead of saying, do you want Taco Bell or McDonald's for dinner? We say, well, what if I just run through and get a little something from both? If we say, do you want the cheesecake or the carrot cake? We're like, well, why can't I just have both? And again, if I talk about the cruise, I totally had both, like most every night. But it was only for four days, so it's not like that was this big indulgent lifestyle I've taken on. But in general, we have become this culture where we don't say no to a lot of things, unfortunately. We say a whole bunch of yeses, and I don't think we realize the cost of it. If I have the option to go out Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and I choose to do all of those things, what I've just said no to is chill time and relaxation time and restoration time. And I think there's a lot of people that don't know the art of an appropriate yes. They kind of say yes to everything. There's a cost to every yes we say. Yeses should be discerning. They should include weighing out the good, the better, and the best. And I think it was Henry Cloud where he said there are many good things to say yes to. All things are possible, but not all things are good. Not all things are for your betterment. And I think we actually hear the Apostle Paul say something very similar to that. So you have to kind of navigate this tension. If I say too many yeses, there's going to be consequences. But if I say too few yeses, life's probably going to pass me by because I'm going to miss out on options and opportunity. Yeses should consider our needs in the present. They should consider our wants in the present. Yeses should also consider what we want to be true about our future. And so I want you to think through this. Your yes has to count for something. Make sure that when you vote yes with your life, it's on the things that you would like to be true about your life. It's on the things that are going to be beneficial. It's on the things that are going to build others up. It's going to pour into the right people. Your yes matters. It's more important than your no in the sense of yes is going to directly affect time and resources and relationships and energy. Be discerning with how you use your yes. That's where we're going to leave it for today, guys. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.